if the lesson we're discussing was if someone made a hole ten tefahim deep and an animal fell and died, he'd be hayav. If it's less than ten tefahim, not hayav. And the Gemara wants to explain the reason he's hayav is because of the bad air that was created in the area that is ten tefahim. If it's less than ten tefahim, that bad air wasn't created. And the Gemara brought a story that an animal fell into a water duct that was only six tefahim deep or so, and the owner slaughtered it, and Rabbi Hamad said, it's taref, if he would have waited 24 hours, it maybe would have been kasher. And we thought Rav Nahman meant to say that it's taref because in, because a fall less than 10 tefahim could kill it, and we learned in our Mishnah, it has to be 10 tefahim deep, and he said, no, there's a difference. With, te- with less than 10 tefahim, it could kill it, but that's not the reason that the Torah was mehayev. The Torah was only mehayev on the bad air, and the bad air was only created from, uh, when it's ten tefahim deep. And with that, we're going to start on Aleph Amud Aleph, three lines in, last word on the line, which says etive. The Gemara now has a question. We learned in the Mishnah that beta sekila haya gavo shete komot. When a person was hayav mitai, he's supposed to get stoned for whatever he did and avera that he did. They would put him on uh, on something that is. Uh, two stories high, meaning the size of two human beings, and a human is uh, three amot, so altogether six amot, each amma has six tefahim, so altogether twelve tefahim, and we have another bait that explains that the person himself, uh, his height, so that's already th- three uh, three stories, meaning the, the size of three people. Now, now if you, uh, hold that in less than 10 tefahim, that fall, that hitting the, the floor could kill him, then why do I need all this? Why do I need 12 tefahim high plus the person's height? Why do I need all that? According to you, just let's make a platform that's 10 tefahim tall and, and just throw the guy off of that. Ela Kirav Nahman rather has to be like Rav Nahman said. Amar Nahman, Amar Baba Rabuha, Amar Kirav Aftal Raacha Kamocha. The Torah says you have to love your friend like you love yourself. Meaning Beror Lo Mitayefa. You have to specify him, designate for him a, a nice death, something that will kill him right away. Yahachi, if that's the case, Nagbata Feder, make it uh, even higher. Why only twelve Tefahim? Make it uh, twenty, thirty, forty Tefahim. Like my says, no, Mishum Deminval, because then he's going to look bad. When he falls and he's going to splatter all over the place, it's not going to look good. It's going to hurt him more. We just want to kill the guy. We don't want to do more than that. We want to kill him in a respectable manner that won't hurt uh, more than he has to. We don't want to make it excessive. And that's why we can't bring a proof uh, from the Betaskila. So now the Gemara brings another question. We learned in the Brayta in regards to making a fence around a roof. We're worried if you don't put a fence around your roof, someone is going to fall and die. We're only worried that someone's going to fall from the roof onto the Rishut HaRabim. And we're not worried that someone's going to fall from the Rishut HaRabim onto the roof. Ketzad, what are we talking about? Let's say Rashut Rabim is it's on a hill and Rashut Rabim is 10 tefahim taller than the person's roof. And someone fell from Rashut Rabim into this person's roof. Patur, a person in this Patur, he does not have to make a fence in that type of case. However, if Rashut Rabim is lower than the person, and he fell from the roof in, onto the Rashut Rabim, 
because it's falling from the roof under Shut Rabim, and that's the problem. Now, if you're telling me that you can die from a fall that's less than 10 tefahim, then why do I need 10 tefahim in this type of case? Even if it's 6 tefahim from the roof to Shut Rabim, you should also have to make offense. So, so he answers, Shani bite the whole pahot me'asar lav bayitu. No, no, with the house is different. It's totally, it's a total different reason. Is that if a house is less than ten tefahim at all, it's not a house. No one's going to live in it. It's not uh, something normal. If that's the case, that then you need ten tefahim. Hashdanami dehavem abera asara dal minet tikrao ma'ziva migavailo ave asara. If that's the case that you need ten tefahim from outside, then if it's exactly ten tefahim tall, then if you inside the house, if you take off the ceiling and the beams and everything, you probably have less than ten tefahim of air in the in, inside of the house, and someone's living in let's say eight tefahim of a house. So the Gemara responds, Amale, he told him, Kegon de Hakmigavai. No, could be we're talking about where he uh, dug uh, into the uh, into the floor of the house another uh, two or three tefahim, and now you have uh, ten tefahim of space in the house. The Gemara says, Yach, if that's the case, then what, we, we said the Mishnah is talking about the ten tefahim house. Well, even if the outside is not ten tefahim, why do we have to say that the house is ten tefahim? Even if the house doesn't have ten tefahim, even if the house is only six tefahim above the Rabim, we could have it being ten tefahim at all by a person digging from under. So then why do I need to say that the house is six tefahim? So rather Gemara says Elahai Nutamad Rav Nachman. This is the reason Rav Nachman said that ox is not kosher, even though the from the floor, from the ground level to where the the watering holes, the, the, wherever the the ditches is six tefahim. So the reason is because Savar Mikeresad Torah Leara Kamave Arbaa, because he Rav Nachman held that from the stomach of the cow to the floor is four tefahim. Plus arita de dalai kama veshita. Plus the 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 water, the, the channel of water. How much is it? It's six tefahim. Ha asara. So you have ten tefahim altogether. Ishtechah de ki kamehbat me asara hu de kamehbat. So now put that together. The four tefahim from the animal stomach all the way to the, where the water is. Do you have ten tefahim? And that's what he fell. And that's why Rav Nachman said the animal is taref. So the Gemara asks, "Ela matnitin de katane ma bo shehu kedel hamit asarat efahim af kol sheish bo kedel hamit asarat efahim." So when the Mishnah said that the same way a hole has ten efahim, anything else has ten efahim. Why do you need ten efahim? B'shitan ami say six is enough. Four from the stomach to the floor plus six deep. So amre matnitin de igandar lebor. No, the Mishnah is talking about a situation where the animal was already on the floor and it rolled into the hole. So the, the hole is, is the only thing it fell, and if it's ten tefahim, then he's hayav. But according to Rav Nachman, yeah, if it's four, uh, the four amot from the stomach plus six, uh, that's enough. Next Mishnah. Boshel shenechutavin. There's a watering hole that belongs to partners, to people. If the first person passed by, didn't used it, didn't cover it. But then the second person used it and didn't cover it. If any damage happened, the second person is liable. I think my starts. Okay. What's the situation? How do we have a, a watering hole that belongs to partners? 
What's the case? Hani understand if we hold like Akiva, the Amar held if there's a watering hole in your property, you are liable for any damage that it causes. Okay, so the situation is it's in the yard that belongs to, to both people. Ubor Shashinahim and the watering hole belongs to both of them. Vefkiru Reshutan Viloifkiru Boran and they made their property, the yard, ownerless, but not their bore. They allowed people to walk in. But you can't use the bore. So okay, if someone fell, I got it. But if we don't hold that, we don't hold that. Rather, we if we hold that bor bishuto patur, that if a bor in someone's backyard, if it causes any damage to a person's patur, what would be the case over here that we haya for the bor harabim. The only way would be is if it's in bishut harabim. So how do we have a situation where two people own a watering hole in the middle of bishut harabim? If both of them made a shalih and they both said to the guy, Hey, can you go dig for us a hole in the Shutabim? When he went and he dug for them a hole, well, he just did Avera, he did a sin. And in Shalih, Avera, and we know the rule, there's no messenger when it comes to Avera. And if this the first partner dug five deep and the other one continued, he went from six to ten. Whatever the, the whatever the first five that the first person did doesn't count. It's only the second one who caused the damage. Now, I understand if you hold like Rabbi in regards to damages, meaning Rabbi holds that if, so, uh, if two people made a hole, the first person made the first five, the second person made it uh, now uh, six to ten, he, now it's a full hole because of the second person. In regards to murder, only the second person's haya, but according to, uh, to damage, meaning if only cause the damage, then the first person is patur, the second person is hayav. Okay, so if we're talking about damages, okay, we have a situation where partners own a watering hole. Okay, but if you we hold like Rabbi and we're talking about that, or or according to the rabbis who argue on Rabbi and they hold whether it's uh, death or damages, the second person is hayav. How do we have a situation of a board that belongs to partners? So Amar Biyohanan Kigon Shakrushinim Holiya Bibatahad. We're talking about a situation where they both took out a clump of dirt, the Hishalimul Asa, and they made it now ten tefahim. So since they both created this ten tefahol at the same time, they're both Hayav. So now, by the way, my Rabbi Umayra Banan, what's their machloket? Detanya, Echadahofer Bortishaoba Hervishtimala Asara, Ha Haron Hayav. If a person dug a hole that's nine tefahim deep, someone else came and finished it and made it ten. The second person is Hayav, whether there was a damage or a death. Rabbi Omer, Ahara Haron the Mita, if there was a death, then the second person is liable. Ve'ahar Shinehem and Zakin, but if there was a damage, both are liable. So, my Ta'ama de Rabbanan, why do the Rabbanan hold that you Hayav on both? The Gemara explains that Amar Kera, Ki Iftah Vichi Chre. The Pasuk says if someone opens a hole and if someone digs a hole. If by opening a hole you have all the more so if you dug a hole. So why do you have to mention both? We're coming to bring a case where someone dug after someone already dug, meaning someone started the hole and the other one made it deeper. That with Rabbanan hold that the second person 
removed whatever the first person did, and now he took over for everything. We need them. Like we said before, according to Rabbi, uh, if the second person is liable for death and both of them are for damages. But the Gemara says, what do you mean you need it? Rabbis also need it. They, they don't, it's not extra for them. Rather, this is what Rabbanan's reason is. It says if a person digs a hole, and the word ish is extra. Ehad viloshnaim. It sounds like only one is Hayav, not the second. Rabbi will tell you that word ish, you need it. It's only if a man makes a hole, not if an animal makes a hole. Verabanan will tell you Tere Ishbor Ketiv. It says the word Ishbor twice. It says Kiftah Ishbor Kichre Ishbor. It says the word Ish twice, coming to tell you that only humans, not animals. Verabi, according to me, what's the second Ish? He'll tell you, I did a Ketav Hai, Ketav Hai. Since they read, if by the Kiftah they wrote Ish, so by Kichre they also wrote Ish. So Kumar says, what makes you say that the second person is the one who's responsible for death? Uh, why not the first person? So the Gemara explains, you can't say that, because the if an animal dies, the Pasuk says that the animal should go to him. It sounds like one person. The, the person who caused the death, he's the one who has to pay. It sounds like only one person. But the Gemara says, but that's not extra, that pasu. We need it like Rabbah. Let's say there's an ox that can't be given on a mizbeach. Let's say it's a bechor that has a wound or something. If it fell into a hole, died patur. The owner of the hole does not have to patient him. The dead animal should go to him. That's only if he can take it. In this case, he cannot have any benefit from the animal. So you see the rabbis needed for different dasha. So the Gemara explains, Rabbi will tell you, yeah, but you could tell from that pasuk we're dealing with the, the person who caused the damage, one person, not both. You're right, it's talking about but it's also talking about one person, the one person who created the hole. So they're not using that pasuk for something else, rather it's the same thing. If someone created a hole that was 10 to Fahim deep, which is no good, and someone else can you know, made it deeper, all the way to 20. And then the third person came and made it 30. All three are Hayav. Or, you know, we have a Brayta that uh, says different. If someone made a board that's 10 to Fahim deep, if someone else came and put plaster all over the the walls of the hole and he made nice pictures all over and because of that he made the walls uh, thinner, the second person is Hayav. And the first Brayta that we brought said everyone is Hayav. So, it sounds like the first bright that says everyone's Hayav is Rabbi, and the second bright that says only the last one's Hayav is Rabbanan. No, both bright taught Rabbanan. When did the rabbi say that the second one's Hayav? That's That's if the first person didn't create a full hole, he only did nine, he didn't do ten. So, if the guy did nine, we can't say he's Hayav. But if the first person 
did a full hole that it can cause death. Even Rabbanan would admit that everyone is Hayav. But here's the problem, because the second Baita said, if the second one put plaster and colored on it and made it thinner, that the first person also made a hole that was deep enough to kill, and it says the second person is Hayav. So over there talking about a, a very, very wide hole that didn't have a shi'ur that could uh, kill a person. Meaning you don't have that bad air because it's so wide. And the second person came, he put the plaster, he made the area thinner, he started he made he put all these uh, uh, moldings and, and colorings and everything, and he made it again even thinner. And now you have that bad air that can kill. Some say Amar Zavid, This time both brought Arabi. The one that says everyone's Hayav, I, I get it. Okay. Arabi is not Oresh Ish Veloshnaim. And Hadekatane Aharon Hayav, Kegon Shelo Hayabo Haval, Lolamita Velon Zakin. So the second Braita that says the second person's Hayav, we're talking about a hole that the first person created. But it didn't have enough uh, hot air, that bad air. It couldn't it kill, it couldn't damage, it was very, very wide. And a person came, that second person came, and, and made it uh, thinner, and now that bad air came in, and now it could kill, it could damage, and that's why the second person is Hayav. And Amarava, Henir Even Alpi Habor. If someone, I guess, lined the area around the opening of a hole with stones, and one person added one more stone, now it's ten tefahim deep. We have this machloket of Rabbi and Rabbanan. According to Rabbanan, the last person is liable for damages and death, and according to Rabbi, the last person is only liable for death, but but anyone who's involved is is liable for damages. The Gemara says, Peshita. Well, obviously, this is the Mahloket. So the Gemara explains, Well, the Tema would have thought, Maybe only when it's deep underground, deep underground, is that when the bad air kills animals. But above ground, it's not the, the bad air. It's still be the same air as everyone else. Maybe the second person should not be Hayav, not according to Rabbi, not according to Rabbanan, Kamash Ma'alan. That it's all about the ten and it is hayav. Ba'ir Avarava is a question. Tam tefah vesilek avanav mahu. If person number two, you know, he, he figured, you know, this is dangerous, so he came and he put another tefah of dirt, so now it's back to nine. Or he, you know, that extra stone that he put to make it a tall ten, he took that off. What's the what's the halacha out there? Do we say whatever he damage he caused, he took it away? Or maybe Do we say, listen, once you create once you uh, added that one extra tefah, it now became yours. Whatever the first person did, he's not here anymore. It's now all yours and you're liable for everything. So again, do we say that the first person, whatever he caused, is still there? And whatever you put, you took away. Or do we say no? The whole thing is now in your uh, is your problem because you added to it. That's it. Now the, it's like the first person doesn't exist anymore. And the ends off. Tiku, we're not sure.
And by the way, the halacha is a fascinating machlok. The, the tour says they're both patur because you cannot be mechayev both. But Meiri says they would both be hayav. Next, if there's a hole that's a tefahim or mehen shene tefahim maim, and from the from the the eight tefahim you have two tefahim at the end that were full of water, hayav. If an animal falls in and dies, the owner of the hole is hayav. What's the reason? Every tefah of water is like two tefahim of uh, of dry land. The water adds this bad air. It could cause more heat, more bad air, whatever it is. So by having two tefahim of water at the bottom, it's like having four tefahim of open area, and it's like it fell into a hole that is ten tefahim deep, and you're, you're liable. So ibayadehu. If you have a hole that's ten, uh, nine tefahim deep, and you have one tefah of water, we say it doesn't have a lot of water, so therefore it doesn't have the bad air. Or do we say, listen, at the end of the day, it's now altogether ten tefahim, and therefore it does have that bad air. And here's another question. If you have a hole that is seven tefahim deep and you have three tefahim of water there, what's the halacha? Do we say since it has a lot of water over there, it has more of that bad air? Or do we say because it's not so deep, it's only seven, it doesn't have that bad air? And the command's off, Tiku, we're not sure. Question, if a person made a hole 10 tefahim deep and a, per- a second person came in and Hirhiva made it wide, right? And an animal fell in and died. Now, what do we say? So Amar Le, Rabbah says, He took away that bad air. Amar Le, what are you talking about? By making it wider, he made it more of a chance for something to fall in. He's the one who caused the, de- the death. You know, we have to look into this. If he, you have to look at it. If he died because of the, the heat, the bad air, well, you could always say that the second person took away the heat. And if he died from the fall, well, over here he made the damage closer, meaning he widened the area, he, he gave him more of a chance to fall in. Some say Ravashe said, we should see if he fell from the side where he opened it, well, he caused the damage, he brought it closer. But if he fell from the other side where it was already open, he already uh, took away the, the, the bad air. And it was said, if there's a hole where the the depth is like the width, Hadamar, one of them said, One of them said that there's always going to be bad air until the width is more than the depth. Hadamar, the other one says, That the one said, You're not going to have that bad air until the depth is more than the width. So the question is if it's exactly the same, let's say it's 10 Fahim deep, 10 Fahim wide. According to the first one, it would be a problem. According to the second one, it's not a problem. 
Next, we learn the Mishnah. We like Loki's how if the first person used it and didn't cover it, the second person used it and didn't cover it, the second person is liable. The question is the first person. At what point did he become exempt? So the Gemara explains. One of them said when the first person left the second person using it. So the minute he saw the second person using it, okay, the second person now became in charge. The other rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Rahana that when the first person gave the first person the cover of the hole, that's it. That was enough. He's patur. You don't have to actually see him using it. And really, Ketanae, this machloket between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, what did Rabbi Rahana say, is a machloket anaim. If someone is, uh, take, is drawing water from a hole, and a friend came, okay, uh, you know, can, can I have a turn? Let me, I want to draw water also. Once the first person saw that the second person is using the, the hole, at that point, if anything happens, the first person is exempt. says, when you give him the cover to the hole, at that point, you're exempt. What's According to Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, we can be specific in regards to whose water belongs to who. Uh, this water belongs to this person, this person belongs to that person, the first person is now responsible for the second person's water. Uh, and therefore, on, when he gives him the, the cover to the well or to the hole, at that point you're saying, okay, you're now in charge over here, you're now a shomer to make sure everything is done correctly. If anything happens, then the second person is liable. We can't be specific, meaning uh, it's always going to be that the second person is going to be taking the first person's water, the first person is going to be taking the second person's water. We can't say this water belongs to him and this water belongs to him. Therefore, the minute the second person is using all the water, which probably includes the first person's water, he becomes sort of like a borrower. And now he becomes responsible for the water. And if anything happens, he's responsible. And Amaravina ve Azul Tamayu, both Rabbi Lezab and Yaakov and Rabbanan, they go according to the Shita, the Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah Shutafin Shinaduhan Azemize, if partners, they share backyard together and they vow they're not going to have benefit from one another, Asurin Kanisle Hatser, they're both not allowed to walk into that shared yard. Rabbi Lezab and Yaakov, Omer, Zenichnas the Toshelov, Zenichnas the Toshelov. Rabbi Lezab says this person can walk onto his side, this person on his side. And they might come and forget what's in Machloket. Rabbi Lezab ben Yaakov, Savar Yishbrera. Rabbi Lezab ben Yaakov held that we can be specific. This side belongs to him, this side belongs to him, like we said with the water. Each person walks into his side. The Rabbanan hold, no, we're not specific. Everything belongs to everyone, and therefore they're not, they're both not allowed to walk into the backyard. And Amar Ibil Azar Amokher. Rabbi Lazar says, if someone sells a hole to his friend, once he gave him the the cover to the hole, that's it, he acquired it. So, what are we talking about? If it was done with money, let the money make the sale. If he sold him with hazaka, all you do is like use it or something, and that will be like your, your stronghold on that hole. So the Gemara explains that Olam Hazaka. Now we're talking about with the Hazaka. They they acquired it through Hazaka. The the seller has to tell the buyer 
go to Hazaka and acquire it. And once you give him the cover, it's as if you said, go, make a stronghold, grab the area, and become the owner, acquire it. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.